What's up, everybody? It's Abby Jesus coming at you guys on a Sunday morning. It's kind of weird to do this on a Sunday. Typically, used to do this on a Wednesday or Thursday. Um, but my son had a um, had an issue at school with uh, COVID, and every morning that I was going to do it, he ended up getting up early, and I ended up not doing it procrastinating wise so uh, we've come to the last day uh, you might hear him in the background at some point come downstairs um, I apologize for that but he's four and he doesn't care about podcasts so uh, let's go ahead and get into it week 11 um, there are some COVID concerns across the league uh, I did miss the Patriots Falcons game um, didn't see that necessarily playing out at 25 to 0 but couldn't see how the Falcons would cover seven against the Patriots as they just don't have the talent. This late in the year, if you don't have the talent, typically you're not going to be covering the numbers. Uh, I think the saying is uh, good teams, good teams win, great teams cover, um, bad teams cover sometimes too. I think uh, this is a good time to really lean on your uh, ATS data. So um, it's pretty, it's pretty like easy data to um, access uh, covers.com does it oddshark.com does it um, pretty much any any DFS site uh, FanDuel DraftKings they typically um, have ATS um, info as well so since we don't have to do the Thursday night game we'll start quickly with the Lions Browns uh, Browns I'm looking at mybookie.ag mybookie.ag is the site that uh, sponsors IBN and therefore you can always sign on iBookie uh, mybookie.ag and use promo code IBSports to, to get your your account up and running uh, according to my bookie right now, they've got the Browns as 13 point favorites against the Lions. Um, a spread that's just really too high for me to even bother touching. Uh, the Lions, uh, you know, we made the joke last week, hey, they didn't lose and they didn't. Uh, but they also had a lot of help. Um, I'm not, not sure if I recall any um, important data on Baker Mayfield uh, we always talk about how Mayfield shows up against these sorry teams and and there is not a team I can't think of a team today with the defense as bad as the Lions they just I mean they gave up 16 to Mason Rudolph like it's just it's bad they're they're um they're not good offensively either, and to my knowledge, I think Jared Goff has some issues as well. I'm looking up the injury report right now. Let's see. Jared Goff is doubtful. Um, Cleveland doesn't have much going against them except for Nick Chubb is questionable. Um, 13 is still a lot. It's still a lot, but if you're telling me the backup to the Lions is out, then I'm, I'm definitely going to take my shot with the Browns at, at minus 13. Not sure if I want to put it in my Super Contest, but the way my Super Contest has been going, I might as well. I mean, it can't get no worse. I've only won uh, two of my Super Contest picks out of 10 in the last two weeks, and it's not really good, but again, we've got... We still got about six or seven weeks for me to kind of turn it around and at least make it uh, respectful. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to do this week. But yeah, 
Nick Chubb's questionable for the uh, Browns, and Jared Goff is doubtful um, for this week. And Jamal Williams, their running back, is also questionable. So big key injuries right there. Those are key injuries for for the Lions, a Lions team that's already like struggling anyway. So let's see. I might actually go ahead and uh, take my chance with the Browns. I'll, I'll let people know ahead of time um, when we do the NFL show. So if you happen to catch this, uh, this is the gambling podcast, but we do do a, a live NFL show. Uh, me, Ronnie and Corey, uh, it'll probably be around 11, 11, 15 Eastern. So if you catch this podcast early in the morning, uh, make sure you check that out as well. Um, next game, Niners and Jags. Niners are six and a half point road favorites against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, it's a really interesting game. I did a slight deep dive here. I'm a Niners fan. Uh, and you guys, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I am not biased when it comes to my team. I don't have a problem with trashing my team. And I always re- uh, revert back to that um, to that Colts game where I picked the Colts to win outright and took my points. And I'm not going to lie, I took my points last week with the Rams. Uh, but we look like the team that we should look like when, when everybody's healthy and when Kyle's not being a, a douchebag. And... I don't think it was that everybody's healthy, but I mean, we started the season. He didn't want to use Ayuk. Ayuk has been one of our um, better playmakers outside of Debo uh, this this past like two to three weeks. But he didn't even want to use Ayuk when the season started. Uh, Kittle's got hurt, uh, which matters a little, but it doesn't it doesn't really give you an excuse for not running the ball. I think we ran the ball almost 25 times last week. That's the Niners. That's what needs to happen. Running the ball will be crucial today. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is playing a lot better, but they're doing really good at um, at getting people in passing downs and then utilizing the strength of their, their defense, which is their defensive line. If the Niners can uh, establish the run game, which shouldn't be a problem because the Jags are bottom two-thirds or bottom third um, in the league when it comes to um, run defense. Also, they they don't do really well with uh, short yardage um, situations on third downs, which is where the Niners thrive. So the Niners can establish that, that, um, that rhythm where they're getting third and shorts and they're continuing to move the chains and they grind out uh, drives. It should be a game that they can cover. I'm going to back them to cover. Uh, now, it's very likely that Trevor Lawrence could get off on, on this defense, which has been Jekyll and Hyde. But with Nick Bosa and, and Armstead playing really good ball and, and obviously as healthy as they've been in the last two years, I'm going to lean on our, our defensive front to dominate this game and, and get us a cover here. Niners are pretty decent on the road, uh, have a decent road history of covering, don't have any issues when traveling uh, east like, say, the, the Chargers who typically are auto-fade when they travel east. Niners don't really have those issues, so um, should be a good spot. Six and a half is a little little high, but uh, I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna win, it probably be between eight and nine is what I would expect. Okay, um, the the game after that, and the Niners I did put in my super contest, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, the next game is the Colts Bills. Uh, Colts are 
um, getting seven, traveling to Buffalo is a tough spot. If you're if you're a Colts backer, um, you you gotta expect Buffalo to to bring it back. Um, and when I say bring it back, that's covering against good teams. Uh, they typically haven't had any issues in the last year or so uh, covering against good teams, especially at home. Uh, but that. Steelers game still leaves a sour taste in my mouth, and and that was what two months ago. It just just bothers me, and they haven't really played anybody uh, that was good since then in a, in a road game or a home game. So the Colts are a good team against the number. You know, I, I talk about the the ATS a lot with the Colts, even on our uh, recap show uh, back when they were one in like three or one in four. I was saying that they were better than their record uh, because they were covering the number. They just couldn't get the wins. Bills obliterated the Jets, which you should expect. But again, this is a a competitive team that they're facing uh, along the same lines as the uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, They do a lot of clock management. They can they can run the ball effectively. Uh, They've got a quarterback that can make the passes that are necessary to extend drives. Now, the decision making on the quarterback is a little off at times, but we can kind of say that about Ryan Tannehill at times too, but either way, um, <clears throat> what the Colts do lack that the Titans have is uh, the Colts. I don't think they have the the defensive tenacity. Like the the Titans have really turned it up on defense. Um, their schemes have gotten very uh, complex. Uh, they they do a lot of a lot of stunts on the line. They they've been moving a lot of guys around a lot more than what they were doing before the season or before they. Uh, went on that nice little run. It essentially started with the Bills. Like, it was the Bills, the Chiefs, and I think there's another team in there that they beat that was a pretty solid team. But they've been doing a lot, Tennessee has, on defense. I don't think you're going to see that with the Colts. Josh Allen should have an easier day uh, here because, again, what you see is what you get with Indy. Um, And then the... like Diggs should have a good day too, I think. Uh, honestly, if the if the Bills were more of a run heavy team, I would favor the Colts to to cover this number. Um, but what I'm anticipating is that you know Carson Wentz because they do Bills still do have a, a top passing defense. I think Wentz has a, a dud game here in the in the Bills cover. So um, leaning Bills, not putting it in my super contest. But a, a slight lean to the Bills here. Uh, definitely teaser-worthy, I think, uh, at 7. I think this is a teaser-worthy game. Uh, like like Niners, Bills, if you if you tease them now, you're essentially teasing them down to pick-ems. Uh, I, could, I could say with a little bit of confidence, um, given how the NFL has been the last couple weeks, I can say with a little bit of confidence that Niners and Bills should outright win. Um, and those are the type of teasers that I would look to play right there. All right, uh, the game after that, Dolphins visiting the Jets. Jets are getting three and a half as a home team. You got Joe Flacco starting. Um, Mike White is back on the bench. Um, and Zach Wilson's not ready yet. I mean, this is a it's two bad teams. It's not really worth uh, a lot of time, I guess. Um, I don't know what Flacco has because the last time we've seen Flacco, he wasn't really that good. But the Dolphins are not really that good either. Um, but they they are good enough to beat a, a, a New York Jets team. Let's put it that way. Um, and the Dolphins actually. Um, 
I haven't played that bad on well if you count the the Bills game if you don't count the Bills game division wise they they've traveled okay um so and that's in recent years like division wise they've traveled okay uh, I'll take the Dolphins here don't like the three and a half I would buy it down to three and uh, expect that it would be an ugly boring game that you don't want to watch but the Dolphins should win uh, the game of the morning the game that everybody really wants to see here is uh, the Washington football team visiting the Carolina Panthers Cam Newton gets his first start uh, back in Carolina after what like a year and, and some change because uh, he wasn't even, he wasn't starting um the last time he was in Carolina because he was hurt. Uh, so it's been a while. You know, they should be emotional. I really like the energy that he brought to the team uh, last week in Arizona. Even with him not necessarily playing that many snaps, it was just the fact that you could just tell the guys were, were energized with having Cam back. I think Cam and Carolina makes sense. Uh, it's unfortunate that they, they parted ways at any point. Uh, they probably should have gave him some time to heal and, and, and worked with him. But, you know, it's a business side to the NFL. But either way, they're back uh, together. And uh, the Washington football team is just not a good team. Uh, I know they they uh, they beat the Buccaneers last week, but this is a prime fade spot for me. Uh, emotional win uh, last week, beating the Bucks, losing Chase Young, traveling to Carolina, who's who's just amped to get in front of their home crowd and uh, and play with Cam and and maybe make a run at a wild card. Uh, let let me get the Panthers here. I don't think you have to do too much to beat the Washington football team, and I think. Cam can can get that done. I don't I don't think he's obviously he's not MVP Cam, but I expect him to be good enough to beat the Washington football team. Um, having a having a, a week to prepare. Um, Baltimore Ravens and Chicago Bears is the other one o'clock game. Ravens are laying five, uh, visiting the Bears in Buffalo. I don't know what the status is on Lamar Jackson. I don't think anybody knows. I keep seeing reports he's he's sick, but it's not COVID. Um, okay. Well, Marquise Brown is out. And well, going through the, the Ravens' entire injury report would take a while, but let's just put it this way. Watkins is questionable. Uh, Hollywood's out. Lamar is questionable. It's a lot going on. The Bears, like, <laughs> should we back the Bears? I mean, it's it's hard to ask to back the Bears when when our guy uh, Nagy just still does some dumb stuff, man. Um, I, I like Justin Fields. I'm not sure if, if he can exploit that man-to-man. Like, he doesn't have the receivers to really burn the Ravens man-to-man. Uh, they lost Mack, and they, they don't have Hicks. This is this is a game that could shape up to be a, a weird, weird game. Now, if Lamar Jackson plays, I got to back Baltimore because the defensive um, defensive injuries on on the Bears' side is definitely more concerning to me than uh, the Ravens' injuries on the offensive side as long as Lamar plays. Now, if Lamar doesn't play, then I I honestly don't know what you're getting here. I honestly do not know. Um, It's going to have to be a game where Justin Tucker probably wins it for them. It'll be a field position battle. And... um, I'm almost leaning towards uh, saying the Bears could cover just 
just thinking that it could be an ugly game. So if it's an ugly game, I want to get as many points as I can with the home team. But uh, we'll have to wait and see again. Without knowing Lamar Jackson's status, I can't honestly make a call on this game. Um, so I'm going to lay off. Hopefully by the time the show starts this um this like afternoon, like around the 11 o'clock show that I do with Ronnie and Corey, we'll know a little bit more about Lamar's status and then I can make a more accurate prediction. Um, next game, Saints visiting the Eagles. Eagles, the surging Eagles, just a little bit. Maybe maybe those flowers are finally coming to, to uh, boom. <laughs> so um, here we go with the Eagles. Favorite by two and a half. I think I saw Alan Kamara is out, um, which is to me definitely a game changer. I'm not a fan of Trevor Simeon. I don't think Simeon's that good. Um, and I know that everybody's talking about um, how good the, the Saints' defense is, and, and they are, but you can only do so much as a defense when you're when your offense isn't up to par. Uh, Taysom Hill's questionable, doesn't really matter. Kamara's out. Tom Montgomery, Tom Montgomery is out. Um, let's see on the Philly side, it's nothing major or new to the Philly side. Let me get the Eagles here, laying two and a half. I, I think the Eagles can win by at least a field goal. Um, they've been solid at home. Honestly, they almost came back and beat the Niners at home too. Um, at one point, they just had some some near misses here and there. And and being at five and or four and six, Eagles could honestly you could make an argument that they could be five and five or six and four because of some of the near misses. Like they just have some some spots in in the game where the tie turns because they can't convert a third down or they get behind the sticks. I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna be under that type of pressure with the Saints th- today. Um, it's kind of weird that it's only two and a half. Uh, I guess. That's just the disrespect people show the Eagles as, as odds makers. But um, let me get Philly to, to continue their, their winning ways. I think they've won, won two in a row, maybe. Um, if not, they've won at least. I mean, they won last week. They beat the Broncos. But I'll take a look at their schedule because, um, nope, they lost to the Chargers. But they barely lost to the Chargers. All right, that makes sense. All right, that's why I feel like they won two in a row because they beat the Lions so bad, 44 to 6. <laughs> But yeah, let me get the let me get the um, let me get the Eagles here, man. They're they're three and two in their last five against the spread. They're playing a, a bad team. Um, they should be able to pull out this win here. Let's see, Titans Texans. Um, Titans favored by ten and a half. Texans are visiting Tennessee. I mean, there's no reason to to back the Titans. I mean, the Texans in anything right now. They they really haven't played good football. And obviously, the last time we saw Tyrod didn't look that great either. He has had a bye week. They did have a bye week, so they were able to maybe work out some kinks. Ten and a half is a pretty big number. Um, but these are the games that Tennessee has covered. Uh, obviously, Derrick Henry being out matters, but this is a game where you would think it wouldn't matter that much. So um, looks like they got all their receivers back in here too, which really helps. So let me get the um, let me get the Titans here. Not looking to put this in my super contest. I did put the Eagles in my super contest. Um, so not looking to put the Titans in my super contest, but don't mind anybody taking Tennessee. Uh, the game of the week for the 1 p.m.s, which should be the game of the week. Uh, Packers, Vikings, uh, Aaron Rodgers visiting Minnesota. Uh, 
Rodgers is favored by one. You know, I I get frustrated with this with this bipolar Vikings team. But I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to take them to win today. I think they are the better team on both sides of the ball. They just need to put it together and show it. Um, I don't see how Thielen and Jefferson get contained by this Packers defense. Um, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with Aaron Rodgers, but I, I feel like this is a game where he, he might play a, a dud. It's been a lot of rumbling uh, since the whole COVID vaccine interview. <laughs> so just a little hesitant on him. And, and they didn't look all that great the last um, the last week, like even playing the Seahawks. They didn't really look all that great. Um, let's see. Some of the key things... Looks like the the Vikings are a top 10 passing defense, which should really help. Um, And then if you look at the the Packers here, they're not very efficient on third down. Um, They're not very efficient in the red zone either. So it should have some some favorable matchups. And then when we're talking Kirk Cousins, as long as it's not primetime, he's usually in He's usually a stud. Um, let's see who we got on the injury report here. Aaron, Aaron Jones is out, which I think we already knew that. Uh, Lazard is out. I think we already knew that as well. So don't really see any surprises per se. So, um, yeah, let me get the Vikings to, to finally win two games in a row. Yeah. They haven't won two games in a row in, in about a month. So, let me let me get them to win two games in a row. Um, one point, you know, that's just is give or take in in the NFC North or yeah NFC North, and these are the spots where Aaron Rodgers typically thrives. But I think I think that the Vikings are are gaining some traction here. They're a team. They're four and five, but. As much as I hate on them, they're much better than four and five. Uh, Packers are eight and two. I think they come back to earth just a little bit um, and, and, and lose this game right here. Uh, let's see. Four o'clock games starting out. Bengals, Raiders. Bengals coming off the bye week, visiting the Raiders. Raiders kind of reeling a little. Um, really got really got beat. Uh, last week by the Chiefs and and honestly looking at the game on the all 22s just schematically didn't look like they had an understanding of who they were playing like granted I think the Chiefs got back to the basics and I'll, I'll get more on talk more about that um, when I get to their game but the Raiders didn't do themselves any favors as a team I don't think they did themselves any favors in that matchup I can't back the Bengals because personally they burned me twice in the last two weeks um but people who do like the Bengals, I mean, this is a spot where, given the, the history of, of their play this season, they should be covering um, this number. They should be winning this game. Um, I think there are some slight concerns because they're a young team. But, I mean, you know, the, the Raiders just, again, haven't really been at their best uh, over the last couple weeks, so I feel like they they stand a good chance of coming through and winning this game. Um, no real key injuries on both sides of the ball offensively, and I think when we're looking at this game, we're, we're thinking offenses. Um, Fifty and a half. We're, one of my matchups. I want to see. I want to see if um, 
if the Bengals uh, tackles can really block because the Raiders' defensive front has been really getting after people, especially Max Crosby. So we'll see if if they can um, keep Burrow upright. Hopefully Burrow helps himself, and if he scrambles, he slides because he's always doing dumb stuff with that. But um, we'll see how that goes as well. Bengals, Raiders. I'm leaning Bengals coming off the bye. I think the Raiders slide continues. Uh, I, I think part of that slide is, is just because, you know, they, they don't have their coach, uh, which at this point is starting to matter because I, I think it shows up more for game preparation. Like when, you, when you're missing somebody like Gruden, uh, I think that's why the last couple weeks they've, um, they've had this decline. Now, they obviously won the game after he got in trouble. Um, actually, they won the two games after he got in trouble, I think. Or is that... Sorry. They won... Yeah, they won... Yeah, they won the two games after he got in trouble. And then they lost to the Giants. And then they lost to the Chiefs. So, I think, I think again, it's, it's more of a game preparation thing. So, let me get the Bengals coming off the bye. Um, the... 425 game Cardinals Seahawks I'm hearing Colt McCoy is playing um, and they're traveling to uh, Seattle all right I thought for a second I'm sorry I thought for a second the line said that the Seahawks were getting two and a half and I was like man is that where we're at Russell Wilson's getting two and a half at home against Colt McCoy but no um, I was just reading that line wrong Seahawks are laying two and a half and the Cardinals are going to start Colt McCoy to my knowledge. Going to do a quick double check on that. And it says Colt's actually questionable this week and Kyler's questionable. DeAndre Hopkins is questionable. Let me see. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw that Colt McCoy was starting today. And there's no pressure on the uh, on the Cardinals really, especially with that loss from the from the Rams last week. There's no pressure for them to to really to really like push Kyler to come back early. And yeah, looking at um, the first thing I saw, NBC Sports, Kyler Murray unlikely to play today. Colt McCoy likely to start. All right, um, Kyler and McCoy were practicing. DeAndre Hopkins remains out. All right, so that was three days ago. Two hours ago, it was reported Kyler unlikely to play. So let's say we anticipate um, Colt McCoy starting. And you, you got Russell back in Seattle. You got Russell back, and you got uh, his his uh, receiving core still healthy. You got to go with Russell here. Uh, I mean, Jalen Adams got an interception last week, so looks like the defense is trending up. And that's an inside joke, <laughs> but looks like their defense is trending up. But I, I think you get if you if you're talking about taking a backup versus Russell Wilson at home. I mean, you, you got to You got to lay the points, especially he's under a field goal. You you got to lay the points. If you get burned, you get burned. These things happen in the NFL, but I, I think this is definitely the time of year where we see Russell Wilson play like the guy that everybody's like, oh man, he should be an MVP, you know? Um, so let me get the Seahawks. I can only do five picks in my super contest. And the last two picks that I have are like personal picks of mine. So, um, um, I'm not 
I'm not sure if I'm gonna if I'm gonna switch it or not, but it's a it's a lean. I've got time to switch it. I might switch uh, my my last pick to uh, the Seahawks. So second to last pick for the super contest Cowboys visiting the Chiefs Chiefs favorite about two and a half um, I mentioned earlier that I was going to talk a little bit about how I think the Chiefs got back to the basics I saw um, I saw a lot of the old Andy Reid with the mesh concepts coming underneath uh, I saw um, Andy Reid using his screens again effectively I saw Andy Reid attacking the middle of the field effectively, especially with Travis Kelsey against teams that is playing zones. And when you play man-to-man, they use Tyreek Hill. That's essentially what the Chiefs have always done. I don't know why they got away from that. Um, but essentially, they've attacked you on, on three levels, out the backfield, in the middle of the field, and deep. And Tyreek Hill operates between the backfield and quote, quote, middle of the field, short yard situation. Kelsey typically covers um, the uh, short yardage and middle of the field situations, and they attack you vertically occasionally. But the primary uh, the primary um, ability of this def- of this offense has always been yards after the catch, operating in space, quick reads. I, I mean, I don't know why. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has been holding the ball for five, six seconds. They've never really had uh, a pass blocking scheme or a pass blocking team that could allow him to hold the ball so long. And, that, and I think a lot of that was just him wanting the big shot, wanting the big shot. And then what I saw uh, versus Oakland or sorry, Las Vegas is they just kind of got back to the basics, taking what people were giving them, not trying to overthrow the, the two deep zones or the or the man to man coverage like you know just taking what they were given and and they looked great. This is a good Cowboys team for sure. If they play the way they're supposed to play, this should be a tough game um, for the Cowboys to win. Cowboys defense is is solid. Um, I I think there's there's um there's a high chance that they're gonna give. Patrick Mahomes, a lot of different looks. And and this will be the game that tells us whether or not um, the, the Chiefs have really committed to taking what people are giving them, playing the game the way it should be played for their scheme. Because if they don't, if they do try to get greedy against this Cowboys defense, they're going to find themselves in a hole because I don't think their defense can stop anybody. I really don't. Um, Amari Cooper's out, but... I don't think that's going to matter that much um, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, there's plenty of weapons on this on this Cowboys offense that Dak has has gotten comfortable with using um, throughout the year. So I don't think that's really an issue Um, would be a huge win uh, for the Cowboys if they turn around and win without, you know, their number one receiver. But uh, Tyron Smith is questionable. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to play. I didn't hear anything about him not playing. And um, that's about it as far as the main injury. So uh, expecting a really good game. I don't know why this game is not the 820 game. They should have just flexed it. I don't know why they didn't. But uh, expecting a really good game, really tight game. And again, if the Chiefs come out and play offense the way that they, they're supposed to play, uh, and, and I would definitely um, – 
try to put something out to kind of show people what I'm talking about later this week. But if they come out and play the way that they played against the uh, the Raiders, just execution wise, I think they can win this game and they can cover. If they come out and play anything like they were playing uh, before that Raiders game, it's going to be a, a long day for them. And the Cowboys are definitely a live dog. Uh, they're still one of the better teams in the NFL and high on my um, on my power rankings list. So uh, they can't take this game lightly at all, and I'm sure they know that. Uh, Steelers visiting the Chargers. Chargers laying five and a half. Uh, this is the Sunday night game. Should have been the one o'clock game or four o'clock game. You know this. Um, this Chargers team, they're good, but we talk about good, but not great. That's them. Um, they remind me a lot of the Steelers last year where you have to question, like, who did they play when you look at their record? And, yeah, they got that that win against the, the Chiefs, but the Chiefs haven't really been the Chiefs of old. And, and they the Chiefs literally spotted them two to three games and they're still in a position to to take the division back. So um, I think we have to be a little concerned about the um, about the Chargers here. Losses to like blown out by Baltimore, lost to to New England, and then lost to the Vikings. The New England game and the Vikings game were home games. You know, uh, home games where they were favored by four and three and a half respect respectively. And um, here we got them favored by five and a half. Steelers, I still don't think the Steelers are a good team, but they've been finding a way to, to win games and, and they're five and three, so you gotta respect that. They're five, three, and one. I apologize. Five, three, and one, so you gotta respect that. Um They've beat the Broncos, the Seahawks, the Browns, the Bears in their last five games and then had a tie when, when Big Ben was out um, against the Lions. But this is a game where I think they could win. They really could, except T.J. Watts out. Okay. All right. Saw T.J. Watts out. Take away everything I just said. Uh, Chargers should win. Shouldn't have any problem with winning. Um, if they don't cover the number, I... If they don't cover the number, I'm going to have concerns. Same concerns I had about Kansas City uh, during their little little spat where they were just not good in general. I would have concerns. I know this defense has been giving up a lot of points. Um, they need to they need to buckle down and, and figure that out. So let me get the Chargers here. Monday night game. Not gonna put up, take up a lot of time. I'm hearing AB's out still. If AB's out, let me get all 11 points with the Giants. I am taking all 11 points with the Giants. Giants have been cover monsters on the road um, for for quite some time. Actually, this is stretching back uh, a couple of years, I believe, um, is is how the trend goes. But um, They've been they've been really good against the number um, on the road this year, you know, and and most of their road spreads are like big numbers. Um, let's see when they were when they went to Kansas City, it was ten and a half. Like these are the types of lines that they're typically getting. Uh, Vita Vey is doubtful. Um, Booker Devontae Booker for the for the. Um, Giants is is doubtful. Again, I'm hearing Antonio Brown's not playing. I didn't see him on Action Sport um, Network injury report. Let me see. And then if you don't know, he had um, he's got this news out that he he had a fake COVID vaccine card. Um, we'll see how that goes. Yep, 
he's been ruled out. Um, Gronkowski was held out, but should be back on Monday. Um, so yeah, long as AB, as long as AB is out, I will continue to fade the Buccaneers in these spots with double digits. Um, they they are in a prime spot to bounce back though because they just just lost to the uh, John Doe's which I'm sure they were embarrassed about uh, they're in the prime spot to come back and, and um, lay it on somebody but that defense is awful it's <laughs> so bad and Danny Doms has been doing alright on the road so um, 11's a lot I mean I don't expect the the Giants defense to stop them either, but hopefully what we get is somewhat of a of a shootout and and um, we stay under uh, two touchdowns. So let me get the Giants to cover here. I put them in my super contest. Uh, if you fade my super contest picks, you will be eight and two in the last um, two weeks. So congratulations. <laughs> Hoping I can turn that around, but um, again, you know I I laugh about this stuff from time to time just because gambling is hard and um you know everybody who who puts money on stuff thinks they're an expert but i mean these last couple of weeks in the nfl have been tough for even professionals you know um so if you, again if you see something i tell this to people in private all the time if you see something that i don't see or somebody else doesn't see take your shot Take your shot because, in especially NFL wise, anything can happen and has happened. Um, I hate the slogan "any given Sunday," so I'm not saying that. But the last couple of weeks has shown that honestly, you know, nobody knows anything. And for the record, my son is eight and three against the spread in the last two weeks. Um, he pick the Falcons on Thursday so I'm going to have a talk with him about that later but either way he has been better than me and he's four and he probably doesn't even know what he's saying when he's picking the teams but it's working so (laughs) it's just that kind of week Uh, but good luck to you Um, again if you listen to this podcast before the 11 o'clock show uh, make sure you tune in on Facebook Um, if you're not a part of the group just uh, ask to join the group and uh, we'll be Facebook living our uh, NFL show uh, me, Ronnie, and Corey. Uh, I will have this podcast back out to you guys next week on the appropriate day, uh, which would be Wednesday night going into um, Thursday because I know we've got Thanksgiving games. So I'll try to cap those as well as throw in uh, my Sunday picks as well. Uh, Good luck to you, and I hope you win some money. I hope we all win some money. Take care.